Listener's discretion advised. Some language or topics used in this presentation may be inappropriate or uncomfortable for some. Please understand that the views and opinions expressed by the host of this presentation are solely the views and opinions of the host and do not reflect the stances, opinions, or views of the parties discussed, including but not limited to individuals and organizations as a whole. Thanks. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of What's Your Take, the show where we tackle just about every topic we can get our hands on and then retake our opinions of that and throw it right back at your face, unfiltered, of course. As always, you have myself here, Steve. You got my brother, Chris. Howdy, Abe. And you've got Sexy Spence. Hi. Oh, he's so cute. Today, we're going to talk about a game franchise, not a specific game in general, but we're going to talk about an entire franchise in one episode, dating all the way back to, Spence, what did you say it was, 2007? 2007. Going to 2007 with the Assassin's Creed franchise. They have covered so many different eras in time, so many historical events, so many um, important people over time. They're just a massive franchise. Ultimately... What have been our takes on Assassin's Creed as a whole? Spence, go ahead and start us off. Well, I love the games. I really do. And honestly, I think just the way they managed to, like, that accuracy they have in their ancient cities and stuff. Like, they've done everything from, like, Turkey to London to Greece, Egypt, Vikings. Like, they've covered it all. And I mean, like, honestly, the part that I think is really great is just the environment. They do such a good job building the environment. Like, when you're playing in, like, 1800s London or 1820 I think it was or whatever literally it feels like you're there like there are carriages there's brick buildings there's smoke in the air like it's beautiful I haven't played Origins by any chance but I heard that one has an amazing environment I've recently been playing Odyssey that is a massive game right like it's just oh my god I would definitely agree I mean they they are so pinpoint with creating and capturing the cultures Right. Um, which I think is fantastic. And even down to something that obviously everyone notices it, but I don't think it goes appreciated enough, is the visual aesthetics of your character. Yes. I mean, and, and translating that then to, you know, fit the, like, the assassin's garment. But it, from bit to bit to bit, I mean, you look at the first three or four games or so with Altair and Ezio, and you go from being in the Midwest... Middle East, my bad. Middle East, yeah. And um, having just very simple white clothing, because that's very par for the course. And you go over to Ezio from friggin' Italy, and it's very much so more elegant. It's more flowy. You you get the vibe of Assassin, but with a modern-day, like, twist to it. Yeah. And, and not even modern-day, but, like, culturally accurate. Yeah, right. sorry, not modern-day, but, like, the cultural accuracy You can definitely it. see that also with Assassin's Creed 3, uh, Connor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Incorporating a lot of his Native American roots into his gear, the feathers, the yep. the tomahawk, the Assassin's Creed, the Assassin's tomahawk. That, in my opinion, was actually one of the cooler weapons that they've made. Yeah. They did that very smoothly because you could see, like, okay, yeah, I like I like what they did there with the the Assassin's logo kind of being, you know, tilted off to the side a little bit to, right. to make the axe. I think what's interesting as a whole is seeing that continue to carry through over those different time periods, like what we said. Um, but I've really, I have enjoyed the plugs that they put into history. Um, I, you see a lot of other games where they kind of skirt around actual 
uh, events that have happened, and Assassin's Creed builds right into it. And actually, number three was the, a really great example, because you met people like George Washington. You interacted with them during these things, that, right. and the things that you did that impacted how the country you know, became a thing. Right, like you were the hidden hero behind it. Right, right. it created a, um, I think the term is like an alternate history. Not even necessarily, I wouldn't even say alternate history, but it made you scratch your head and like, this could be believable. Mm-hmm. Right, like in a game sense, like this could have happened. Right. Like, I mean, God knows in real life, probably stuff like this has happened. Or right. like... But then, so, the the thing that, as much as the games are loved, I mean, I would be lying to say that I have some gripes. Oh, but, yeah. You know, personally, and I mean, I, I've got a couple of different gripes with it, but I think the one that sticks out to me the most is the whole leaving the assassin's world. I personally do not care for the bits and missions that you come back into the modern world or the real world. Yeah. I I don't care for it. It's never really wowed me either. Yeah, and especially ever since they got rid of spoilers from 10 years ago, ever since they got rid of Desmond. (laughs) You mean history. Yeah, ever ever since they got rid of Desmond. Like, I could tolerate it when it was Desmond and his little, like, resistance force going up against Abstergo. Right. But, like, I, can, I haven't played many of the newer games, but, like, lately it's been like, yeah, I'm an Abstergo employee who just goes into the Animus. Swipe my keycard. Right. That's what it was. What was it? Black Flag? It was, like, an entertainment company. Yeah. Right. And I was like... Do you want to be a pirate? Right. And I was like, no, that's let's not. I think Origins, you were a... I think you were an archaeologist. Oh, were you? I haven't even played Origins. Yeah, you were an archaeologist. I can't even keep were, up with all of them. You were, like, point. connecting with, you know, the whatever the hell it was. And it was just... I don't know. I never really cared for that part personally. Yeah, just plug me into the story as it's happening. Right. Maybe you can. Like, I would be okay with it from a cutscene perspective. Maybe give me a cutscene where you're not in the Animus anymore. Yeah. But I don't want to play that person. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, let me just walk through. Like, it's not cool because it's modern day now. Like, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. 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 What about you guys? Gripes on the games? Like, oh, dude, one of my things is like repetitive. That's what always gets me. Find this guy. Kill this guy. Here's a new weapon. Oh, you have this weapon. Then you always unlock, like, all the weapons, like, right through the end of the game. Yeah. And eventually you get so powered up killing a guy, you don't have to be an assassin anymore. You just walk up to him, kill him in the oh, market. Kratos. Yeah, like, now, now all of a sudden you're God of War. Well, and then, uh, like... The, the, the reason for that, though, I don't know if they fixed it in later games. It's the counter-kill system. But it's that's the best part about the combat. It is the best part about the combat, but that's why I can murder 836 people in a row. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm sitting here like, haha, I'm an assassin, and then you're just surrounded by bodies. No one can tell if no one's alive. Like... Hey, there's stealth, and then there's Russian stealth. Yeah. Do you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get detected if no one's alive to call the police. It's so true, though. And I, mean, I just remember one game, I could not sneak on this guy, so I'm like, screw it, and I just walked up, killed him right in the market, and then yep. killed the 40 guards they sent after me. Yep. I think uh, the only game of the franchise that I think that was fun. Well, I mean, it was always fun, don't get me wrong. But the game where it was the most justified to do that with was Black Flag. I was going to say, you're a pirate. Right. A, that's the culture. But then Black Flag, as you continue to upgrade your individual, you could put X amount of pistols on your body. I think when you get like up to six or yeah, something like that. it was like, like five or six. So then when when all of a sudden everything went to hell, I literally feel like if it was a movie, you did the slow motion, you kind of 
you looked around and you checked everybody out and then you just spam that pistol button for six seconds real quick first six guys are done and then you pull out your swords and i'm just like okay that was epic to watch you know what made it even more broken in black flag is if you got the mayan armor Yes. <laughs> the, yeah. The Mayan armor, if, dude. If you got the full set, it reflected bullets back at people. Yeah. You just back to the point though. You can just kill anyone. Yeah, like, fight I mean, me. I dare you. Like, let's touch on Black Flag for a second though. They did such a beautiful job with the pirating system. Oh my god! And the ships, your and ships, the battles, the combat. And... There was one the diving. I loved oh, the diving. That was, that, yeah. was a, that was a beautiful little detail that was not... Um, they could have touched on it more, I feel. I think they could have touched on it, but I almost like it because it, it was not crucial to the story. It right. was one of those things that was like, it's here if you want to. If you do it, we've got some rewards for you. Right. If not, hey, whatever. Well, like, they also, uh, they use that dynamic a lot in uh, Odyssey, too. Like, their diving mechanics to go yep. find stuff. Like, I had to fight sharks. Yep. And it was, they messed me up. Yep. yep. They like, messed you up big time. Yeah, like, I'm sitting here like, shit, but then eventually gets strong enough, and, like, as it should be, but I just feel like with Assassin's Creed, the one problem you have is, like, have it so, like, the bad guys level with you, because, like, when you first start the game, it's very tough, you have to do the Assassin game, but then halfway through it, it's just a hack and slash at that point. Yep. Especially, and not even halfway, if you're someone who has followed the franchise, because you, it's the same combat system, maybe change a button or two here and there. Right. So it's, okay, I've played the last four games, I know how to do this, I know what the AI is going to do. Right. So then you're walking into it already having a leg up on the game itself. Right. So I agree, yeah, they need to level with you, or they need different tactics, or they need something to level it a little bit. Like, hey, there's this assassin guy who keeps killing everybody, let's... Upgrade the guy's armor, or like make them like change it up, like yeah. Because halfway through it, every game without fail, halfway through it, I'm like I'm getting bored. Right. But as far as everything else go, like I love the stories, I love the development, I love how your character grows. Well, we were talking a little bit off uh, off mic about this Spencer, where it's like every I have liked every Assassin's Creed game I have played. Right. Every single one. I've never had one where I'm like, screw this. Right. This is garbage. Yeah, Fair. I've never had that. But at the Buried same, in the desert. But at the same time, it's like, I want more. This system is great, and I love this system. It's a great recipe. But can we add some sugar? Or right. Or like something? A little razzle-dazzle. That yeah. was a great metaphor, by the way. I'm so proud of you for that. <laughs> I agree. I've never played an Assassin's Creed game that I absolutely hated. But... After Black Flag, I've also never played an Assassin's Creed game that I was blown away with. Right. Black Flag got me because it changed the game a lot. Yes. You know what I mean? It's ship battles, fighting, you can choose to sink it, you can board it. I just remember, like, the most badass scene I had in Black Flag was literally, I went to go fight one of the legendary ships in the corner of the map. Mm-hmm. Next thing I know, a storm opens up, there's a typhoon. It's It was like Pirates of the Caribbean up in there, dude. <laughs> Like, there was, like, a funnel thing going. We're going on each side of it, shooting each other. And it was, like, the most badass, like, I'm, like, I am a pirate god, like, you know. I think the other thing with that one is your character was not originally of the assassin's breed. He was recruited. He was recruited. And if I remember correctly, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, don't eat me in the comments for this. I, I think he kind of went begrudgingly into it a little bit in the beginning too, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, so like there was this development of the character. You have a lot of other ones where they kind of 
they, they aged into it. It was Ezio. It was a family thing, you know. So it, and it kind of became that. Um, so that's Connor was kind of no. Connor was raised by the dude, wasn't he? Connor was raised by him. Yeah. But then even that, that it be, yeah, it became kind of like a family thing because you find out that the guy that trained you was a former assassin in and of himself, mm-hmm. right? Like it was Edward, right? Black Flag. Yeah, Edward, that sounds yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. he he had to figure this out on his own, and, and that's I think what made it so great. Damn, well, and also Black isn't Flag again. isn't Edward like Connor's grandfather? I think yes, because then I um. Wasn't Connor's dad? He, he was, was the a te- enemy. He was a Templar. Yeah, he was yeah. a Templar. So then, antagonist. even still, like it followed in his bloodline. Yeah. Which it, I don't know. So it it's, and it, it helps to connect everything and you know right. blah, blah blah blah. But I don't know. It kind of got a little old for me as far so, as that goes. Right, and well, back to it though too is like okay, you're at what thirteen now? We said 12, 12. 12 games. Twelve games, and it's like th- that's a lot, and you still have the same fighting mechanics. All that's kind of changed is just the weaponry. But then again, like, look what they're doing at Notre Dame. Like, freaking Ubisoft literally did a whole diagnostic breakdown of Notre Dame. So they could put it in... Uh, into the game. Yeah. They, they're coming up with this new technology where they take drones and scan buildings. Yep. To put into a game. Now they're using that to rebuild Notre Dame. Literally, structural engineers are relying on this game. Which, in my opinion, is, like, huge props to Ubisoft. The fact that you made it that good. Right. Like, like that's awesome and that's kind of where i'm at with this is like just the attention to detail in the environment is just respect worthy in itself Mm -hmm. like you know you go to like a classic building like tower of london it's set up exactly like Like tower Tower of london London. like to the room yep that that is a feat that deserves recognition oh i 100 percent agree Mm -hmm. i think and kind of touching back on your your comment about the weapons right yeah the weapons change but you look at the the line that we've seen of the game so far, and they're all still within the same family. You have sabers and swords. I would right. love to see something where, like, and I think there was a DLC or a mobile game that that touched on this. I would love to see an Assassin's Creed take place in Asia. Ooh. I would love to see katanas. I would love to see throwing stars. Like, right. That could be fun. But at that point, with the release of the... Just go play Ghost of Tsushima. I was just... And I'm like... <laughs> yeah. at, that point, at that point, you get that. But, like, you know what like, That's a good game, by the way. They've primarily stayed in this one lane of its... Europe. Kind of Western civilization, European culture, and, well, and semi-surrounding. Right. And I think it'd be really cool, like, get out of the Western world. Like, go, go to Asia. Go to, like, Mongolia during Genghis Khan. Go yeah. to, um... South America, you could, like, we already touched on it with the Caribbean with the Aztec you know, armor. Maybe love, go to the origins of, like, jungle warfare. I'd love Rome. Like, Rome, Rome. Like Oh, like, gladiator Rome. Yeah. I could see it, but I think the question there becomes, is there enough to make it its own standing story? Well, they kind of touched on that with Odyssey a little bit, but there's so much stuff in, like, mm. you went to, like, everywhere there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And by the way, that mapping system is just insanely huge, dude. Now, let's let's touch on this. because, And you guys know I'm a huge fan of this, and I think it's friggin' weird, and my mind has still been blown for the last, like, three weeks. Listeners, bear with me here. Follow me on this. We all know the John Wick series. Yes. Okay. So, my wife, don't amazing as she dog. is... Don't touch my dog. 
my wife, incredible as she is, as a Christmas present, she bought me a blood oath marker. Okay. True to form, props, certified, the whole nine yards like that. On the back... Go explain what a blood oath marker is. Yeah, yeah. so for, for people that haven't seen the, the John Wick series, a blood oath marker is a it's, a... it's like the assassin's version of a pinky promise. You ask someone to do whatever it is. You prick your finger, you put your, your thumbprint on this thing as, as a, a contract saying, I now owe you period does not matter what it is and one of the rules of the assassin world is that all markers must be honored okay and it, it's big for john wick chapter two i highly recommend it the whole franchise is just incredible anyway, coming out with four soon yes and so she got me this blood oath marker and on the back of it is the friggin assassin's creed logo the the the, the a and there's some to form or to culture accurate you know decoration around it so it starts to really spin the question of, in some messed up way, is John Wick in the Assassin's Creed universe? Are the producers just jerks and, like, messing with us? Right, like, is it canon? Is like, it canon? Is it friggin' canon? Because then you also look at John Wick th- Chapter 3, um, Parabellum, and... Spoilers. Spo- oh, major spoilers coming. And towards the end, when he meets the high table... What his, pro- his his deed to, to prove his uh, loyalty is to chop off his finger. Go back to the beginning Assassin's Creed. You had to get rid of a, of a finger. Ring finger. Of your ring finger to make room for the blade. And it was also a loyalty thing. Well, plus on top of it too, guess where he was when he had to go do that? He was in the Middle East, wasn't he? Yeah. And he was... Insert my jaw being dropped. Right. Like, could that, John Wick be canon to the Assassin's Creed universe? Right. And that might lead to the, like, the more modern day Assassin's Creed. Like, this is what happened to the Assassin's Guild as it grew. Now, I'm wondering if they're going to introduce the Templar at all in John but, Wick. Because that would be insane. It would be insane, but I almost hope that they don't. I yeah, love... like, keep them separated, but keep the homage to each. Yeah, yeah. like, here, yeah, exactly. Here's your... Here's your little bit to hear, you know, pay some homage over to it, but please don't merge the two franchises like that. Because at that point, I think you run the risk of really messing up two really good franchises. I agree with that. I think it'd be kind of cool if you met some assassins that were missing ring fingers, but they were like old school using blade types. Right. Like, again, little cameos, little bits here and there that only the people that know what they're looking for would be like, oh, snap. Like, have a guy in like the background maybe one time kill a dude like off camera and have him be like wearing like a freaking hood. Even if it's, you could even have him be in the middle of a club and you see this guy get stabbed and you just real quick see the hidden blade retract back and he just walks away. Right. Something Just simple. don't even touch on it about the movie. Just, right. He just, just knows what went down. Leave it there. Just, <laughs> yeah, just don't go mixing your apples and ketchup. Is that a saying? I'm sorry, what did you just say? It, don't mix two things you love. I was like, I know what you meant it. by it, but how did you come to saying apples and ketchup? Like, go with apples and oranges, man. Like, no, you can mix apples and oranges pretty okay. I've never eaten apples and oranges mixed together in a bowl. Why not? H- have you? Yes. You're lying. No. What do you do when no one's around? <laughs> I don't want... Spencer. Yeah, actually, wait, don't answer that. <laughs> don't ask questions that you don't want to We're answer. We're on still. air right now. I, <laughs> yeah. I got a couple of rooms in the house I got to show you still. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to break your bed. So... <laughs> 
So then, I mean, bringing it back over to Assassin's Creed again then. So they just came out with Valhalla, and that's been met with a large amount of success. And, I mean, as, as always, the Assassin's Creed games continue to do great things. But should they, in, in our own humble opinions here, what are your guys' take on should they continue with another, you know, X amount of games? Or should this kind of start coming to a close with this franchise? Chris, go ahead and start us with that one. I don't... I don't see a reason why not to. Like I said, I've never had a problem with any of the Assassin's Creed games. Mm-hmm. Um, the the recipe's not broke. Yeah. And like like I said, if an Assassin's Creed comes out, I'm gonna check it out. Ubisoft has my loyalty at this point, and like, unless they really really start bombing, I'll keep doing it. And plus, like we said earlier, there's so many options. Going back to feudal Japan, going deeper into the Middle East storyline, going into Genghis Khan, going into Rome. There are so many veins you could tap into um, in different directions. You could take the story, no problem. Um, I just, I don't see a reason why it should stop. Is it a little played out? Yes. Is it a little bit, you know, repetitive at this point? Yeah. But it ain't broke. Don't fix it. That's fair. Spence? I guess my viewpoints on it, though, are like, Make it more challenging throughout the game. Like, I still want to unlock weapons, maybe throw some new new panache into it somewhere. Like, my thing is, though, like like I said, every game I've loved and I've never hated on them, but halfway through I get bored. Right. That's, like, my biggest thing. Like, yeah, the worlds to explore are amazing and they're beautiful, but you get that in any game now. Like, you need something. Like, I stop nerfing every guy. That's fair. You know, and... Honestly, it's like, dude, like like we were just talking about with Chris here. It's like, change it up a little bit. Like, hey, let's totally go with a completely different thing. Like, let's do a whole Assassin's Creed game about Valhalla. Or not Valhalla, they have that. But like, um, like Jeez, Cortez going up against the Aztecs. Oh, oh that, could be fun. that could be fun. Yeah, then you get Jungle Warfare in there. Totally different type of assassination attempts. Then on top of that, too, you can touch on ancient cities. You still get that old school Assassin's vibe. Babylon. At, yeah, Babylon and you can go up with fudging go up with the uh like mayans and aztecs fighting each other like you can go with cortez plagues there is so much more you can do get away from the like european middle eastern vibe like let's see some alternates here different culture right and like i said with those come new weapons new variables but i don't want to unlock everything halfway through the game and it's not even a challenge trying to kill someone anymore right now, here's an interesting concept, because you guys know I am huge on multiplayer. And Assassin's Creed Unity had introduced online multiplayer for Assassin's Creed. And it was very selective missions they had to be built for. And it was early stages of online multiplayer at that point. What do you guys think about them introducing, like, a through-and-through Assassin's Creed co-op campaign? If they Do did it. it correctly, it would be amazing. Yes. If, if you have one shot at that, though... That's that's yeah, it, it, that is a very good point. Yeah, because if you bomb that, no one's gonna trust you. Right. Uh, but if you get it right and you you nail it, I think that could be like game of the year. Right. Like if you do it properly, where is online missions like to it? Especially with it, and Spence, you brought it up several times to the scale of the maps mm-hmm. that they've done and the strategizing that you would have to do with your with your fellow player. Yeah, that would be incredible. Incredible. Like, so, how fun would that be? Like, you gotta go take down this fortress loaded with guys. 
oh, bud, you take the east wall, I'll take the west wall, we'll meet at this fucking tower, go through that, and then start, like, you actually have to strategize with your partner how you're taking them out. Yep. yep. That could be huge. Amazing. Plus, change up the skill tree a little bit here, man. Like, I, yeah, that could be a thing. Well, and also something I, th- I would like to see as long as we're fantasizing about Assassin's Creed co-op, uh, I'd like to see things Plus like... still my beating heart. Yeah. I'd like to see things like the the help him up, like up a ledge. Oh yeah, like the, the, like the foot ladder, yep. yeah, type stuff. Um, maybe certain actions you can only do in co-op. Yep. Um, like how cool would that be if you launch them up the wall and then they assassinate someone right off the bat? Yeah, like that'd be cool. you know, like there's so many things. Or like you know, you hook one guy, or like you get a guy's attention fast, then your partner like drags him into the bushes, yep. like. I mean, the possibilities become endless, but Chris, you bring up a really good point in that you have one shot. You do, and if I remember correctly, Unity, it didn't fail, but it wasn't... Unity, from what I remember, had a lot of, like, hardware problems. Like, crashes. That's the, fair. The thing's not loading right, the lobby's well, plus when Unity weird. came out, online gaming wasn't nearly what it is now. That's fair. Right. That's very It was fair. all, like... Death matches, mm-hmm. FPSs, battle royales. It wasn't co-op. It wasn't co-op. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I think that would be phenomenal. Yeah. Because if I remember right, Unity didn't have, like, a content issue. Like, the missions didn't blow. It right. was more like the... It was the multiplayer section of it. Yeah, it was the user interface of it. It was clunky. It was hard to work with. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. We'd love to hear, for all the listeners out there, we'd love to hear what your guys' thoughts about the Assassin's Creed franchise just in general are. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on a potential co-op if Ubisoft were to ever jump into something like that. That'd just be phenomenal in our opinions. We'd love to hear your take. As always, keep it friendly, keep it fun. That's why we do what we do here. And until the very next time, as always, peace out.